Nate, I need to talk to you real quick. So he pulls her away as we're looking at bowling balls. And she's like, so I kind of like said that you're my boyfriend. He's like, you don't have to do it. Like, I'm, I did not mean to do it. Kind of I, it, was, it just kind of happened. And I, I'm so sorry. And he's like, all right, let's do it. Hello, you're listening to Worth the Read Podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Shannon. We're sisters who love to read. So whether you're a hopeless romantic or fantasy fanatic, you've come to the right place. We retell and review clean stories filled with high stakes, swooning moments, mysteries, plot twists, and oh, so much drama. But in the end, we only have one question to answer. Is this book worth the read? Listen to find out and don't forget to subscribe. So it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. My favorite time of the year and I made a Christmas crack which you know what that is so much it's so good and if you don't know what that is it's saltine crackers I know hang on just listen real quick <laughs> it's really I know it sounds really ghetto but it's so good you take a whole tray and you put saltine crackers just like one level flat saltine crackers evenly spaced um and then you put like this it's kind of like a toffee caramel it's like uh, one cup butter one cup brown sugar that you boil together and then you pour that over and you bake it for five minutes at like 350. And then when you take it out, you put milk, milk chocolate over it, you melt that, and then you spread it all over and you can decorate it with like sprinkles and things like that. Once you let that cool, it is so good. But I had to make a lot because I started this dumb tradition where <laughs> I, I make <laughs> treats for like the neighborhood and for uh, people from my church and for like just all the people that we know and we care about, we just want to give them little <laughs> treats. And so this year I'm like, I need to make enough. And my husband always says that I don't make enough of it. So I have to make more. So that's not piddly when I give him the little treat. Oh my gosh. You made three trays this year. Though. I made three trays. Was that enough? Um, it was enough, but that's only because I also included cookies and then rice crispy treats as well. So like, yeah, I was that's doing like so many treats too. It's so I'd amazing. be so happy to get that. It was. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not on the list. <laughs> Well, you, yeah, she came over to help me. I have extras. I'll give you. I did eat the like discarded Christmas crack yeah. that well, didn't work. Yeah. So I, the next day I'm like, man, I'm kind of bummed. I really didn't eat any. Yeah. So I made a whole nother tray. So oh my gosh. Have, you can have and some. I still didn't get any. <laughs> okay. Well, you'll come over and you can have some of that. It's almost gone, but oh. I'll give you some of that. No, I need to make some. It is, it is, so it is good. really good. And it's so easy and it only requires like four ingredients. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Yeah, that's one of my favorite um, treats. All yeah, like it's all holiday. easy and delicious. That's what I like about it. Yeah, so good. So um, I was listening to Christmas music, and I was thinking, man, Christmas would not be the same if we didn't have Christmas music. Like <laughs> that is true. It, like seriously, it doesn't for me. It doesn't feel like Christmas at all until the music starts playing. And so, yeah, of course, true. it's pentatonics because yeah, pentatonics is, is Christmas music. Yeah, like, yeah. All the other stuff is fine. I they, listen. I have a playlist on my phone of pentatonics, Michael Bublé, oh, and yes. Piano Guys. Okay, <laughs> nice. It's just yeah. I don't know. It's like Michael Bublé is like classic music, like Christmas music sounding. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't really like like Frank Sinatra and stuff. So like, yeah. he's just like the classic. I like him. Yeah, he's a good boy. Pentatonics just covers everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's occasional like Josh Groban gets thrown in there. He has some good Christmas ones. Well, he's like Polar Express. <laughs> For me, and that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't like Polar Express. But the song, the songs are good. Yeah, the songs are but good. But the movie's weird, creepy. like the creepy yeah. uh, illustration, it's like doll like, eyes and stuff. They're like just dead. 
so yeah it's weird like they're very humanized but they don't move in a human way yeah. like they tried but they just weren't there yet and so for me <laughs> i know i don't too, too far ahead of their time it was it just yeah. wasn't time also i think the the storyline is odd i feel like it's missing something I can like, see that. Because, like, the random guy on the top of the train. The hobo. Appears, the hobo who's yeah. magical. Weird. Super weird. And he never appears again, I don't think. I can't remember. Yeah, he's but. pretty much... The train ride's, like, really intense for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's like children are on the train. Oh, my gosh. Give them nightmares <laughs> for the rest like of their lives. <laughs> yeah. Like, on this ice. Traumatized. Like, no, the parents honestly. are like, let's go on a train ride. They're like, no. <laughs> they don't want anything to do with trains anymore. No. Yeah. Ride. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. It was just a weird... I don't Christmas know. spirit. It's, it's cute. So I mean, whatever. Good. I can't. I can't be too grinchy about it, but, like... The Grinch is my... Okay, no, that's not my favorite because our favorite. <gasps> our, we have to tell them. Oh my gosh. It's our seriously? It's like it's a secret. It's not at all. <laughs> our favorite, favorite, favorite Christmas movie mm-hmm. is Klaus, the one on Netflix. Yeah. And ever since we saw that, do we see it? We didn't see it together. Who saw it first? Did I see it first? And I was like, Shannon. I have no idea. It's been a couple years. I think, well, I remember starting it. If you haven't watched it, like, honestly, you need to check it out. It's our favorite for oh, many, many reasons. I cry favorite. every time I watch it because yeah. it's such a beautiful message. But the music is so good. And so even good. more than all of that is when you watch the show, the animation, the... Go ahead and say it. You can pause literally any point in the movie, and it's, like, a perfect, like composition like you could hang it on your wall it's like possible moment literally any moment and we've studied this movie like literally studied it so so many times we watched it so many times because the the way that they even like where there's the angles of the scene Mm -hmm. but then also the texture of the colors the the lighting like you talked about like they use mustard and teal together a lot instead of like gray and light for like the shadows but they use more of it like a teal and then the light is kind of a it's just it's so beautiful crazy and for me when i first saw it i was like it looks like a picture book and you know i'm an author of picture books and i'm just obsessed with them and so when i first saw the texture of like the trees and the snow and ah so and i just love the storyline so back to like the book part of it (laughs) yeah or the story of it yeah the story of it um it just takes the whole like santa claus myth and legend and kind of flips it on its head And the way it just weaves until you're like, oh my gosh, that's the Santa Claus. That's how, yeah, so it's how it comes to be. Yeah, it's the backstory of it. And it's so good because I remember when I first watched it having no idea. I'm like, Claus, okay, so it's got to be a Santa Claus. Right. You watch it and you're like, oh my gosh. And like, (laughs) it kind of, it seems almost kind of dark a little bit. I'm like, is this for children at first? But then it's like. You get more into it, and then it's just like, oh, you, oh, that's how yeah. this all comes and together. It's, like, it's not even really that Christmassy. It's just like a beautiful yeah, it's story. True. It's true. It's just a guy, It's just about a guy who wants to, who has to deliver a certain number of mail because his dad says, like, kind of kicked him onto this island and can't get off and they can't leave until he delivers a certain number of mail postage and things like that. And so, anyways, he just tries to find a way to do it, and the way he does is through this toy maker, and he delivers toy so he gets that postage in there so he can leave but oh, oh so my good. gosh it is we could so talk good. hours on this we freaking movie seriously, should we just do this podcast <laughs> oh my gosh we should do a claws special we should oh, i know so there's good. like a book on it no but it came out after right like they did the movie first 
I think so. Okay. I don't really care. That I just like, I, I know, it regardless, it's so, it's so worth it. It is so worth it, yes. Yeah, we watch it all year round. It's yeah. not even just a Christmas yeah. movie. That's we, what I'm saying. It's not very Christmassy, so I could watch it all year, all round. year round. We study it, literally study it, but also we study it because we use it as inspiration for the story that we're writing together mm -hmm. for a picture book that we're doing. But it, it's just beautiful. So yeah. go watch it. Like, go watch go it. Go watch it. Oh, it's so good. I It's my number one favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So I agree. Had to say it. Okay, but that's not the book we're reviewing today. <laughs> so the story we're actually doing today yes. is oh called gosh. The Do-Over by Sharon M. Peterson. Sharon Peterson. And I love this because this is the title. It says, The Do-Over, a totally laugh out loud, feel good romantic comedy. And yeah, did you laugh out loud at this? There are some points I did. Like I was laughing. It just kind of how like ridiculous it is, but like <laughs> in a good like lighthearted way. Yeah. 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 I mean, I agree with it. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was funny. Um, and I also love the main character. Her personality is just so cute. And it's you originally, you found this book, you read it and then you're like, you have to read it, but there's not a lot of romance, Yeah, which was a mistake. You shouldn't have told me that because it took me so long to get it. <laughs> I know. It. I know. But I was like, come on. Like, I know there's not enough romance in it. Which I was kind of um, disappointed for me, in. No, actually, but I don't think you were right in saying that. I think you really? liked me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's romance. There is. There is it's romance. Not the focus. It's, it's not the focus, which is very crucial to the story, and we'll explain why. Yeah. But when she said that, though, without having any context of what's happening in the story, I was like, no romance. Ugh. Like I, I only <laughs> like to read romance, and so I, yeah, when I, I started, <laughs> I forced myself because you wanted to do it for the podcast. So yeah. I read it. I was like, okay, I like her writing style. I think the character's really funny. I get it. It just took me a minute to get into it, um, but I, I appreciated other things until I got a little bit more hooked. And then, yeah. so the story, do you want to read the back sure. of the book? So she's going to read the synopsis, the back of the book, just before we go into like the spoiler section. Look, you're a nice girl, but I don't think we should see each other anymore. The voicemail ends and I freeze in the dentist's chair as I realize I've just been dumped on live radio. It took me the most humiliating breakup for me to see that my life is in serious need of a do-over. Cue my anti-New Year's resolution that even I can't fail at. Number one, stop dating. Men are the worst. Number two, stop trying to lose weight. I'm never going to give up chocolate. <laughs> Number three, stop working so hard. Selling mortgages is not my dream career. Number four, stop trying to live up to unrealistic expectations. Uh, start living my best life. Number five, stop trying to please my mother. It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out number five is harder than I thought as she begins her campaign to get me back with my ex. So, so what's the perfect solution to keep her out of my love life? An imaginary boyfriend. At least he was supposed to be imaginary until I blurted out my neighbor's name. Nate, the bad boy next door with gorgeous hazel eyes and a razor sharp jawline with a mysterious scar <laughs> might be hot, but he's definitely not my boyfriend. Now all I need to do is stick to my resolutions while also keeping my interfering family away from my non-existent lover who has no idea that we're fake dating. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, that was a perfect setup. That's it's cute. Okay. I don't agree with he's a bad boy. I don't think so, too. He She talks several times about how he's serious he looks and how, like, mean and angry he looks. But that's yeah. it. He's not bad at all. It's he his was, backstory. His yeah. backstory. He but was, like, like he, a troubled, like, teenager. Yeah. But, but like, ever since... Boy. No, no, no. Ever since she met him, too, he was never... Yeah. He was always nice. Well, okay. I mean, he was standoffish, but he was never right. rude. 
Yeah. Okay, let's just get into it because okay. we'll expand on that more. Yes. Okay, so if you don't want to hear the spoiler section, then definitely stop listening and then come back to us later. Yeah. Um, but we're going to dive into it. So the main character, her name is Percy, which is short for Persephone. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really close with her grandma, Mimi, who is a firecracker. She's so I funny. love her so much. Every single caption for every single chapter has a quote from Mimi, the grandma, and they're hilarious. They're pretty great. There's some that are just like so funny. We all need a Mimi in our life. We do. We do need a Mimi because she doesn't care what anybody thinks about her and she just is her like all the way through, through and through. She just just doesn't care. And so as it states in that synopsis, we start the story with, well, actually it starts with her and her grandma, but the next scene that kind of um, moves the story forward is she's at the dentist office, which we all hate to go see the dentist, but she is getting her teeth cleaned. And one of the radio stations is popular for letting people come on the air and dumping the person they're with in exchange for tickets, which is which what I know. <laughs> I'm like, I would kind of listen to it. But I know. At the same time, like how that's so mean. It's so mean. And I don't know how that would anyway. So there's a radio station. People can call in and break up. So they're listening to the radio station, people are calling in and breaking up, and the, the the dentist and the the person helping her is like they're all kind of talking about it. And then the last person to call in is her boyfriend, who calls her while she's getting her freaking teeth like scrubbed at yeah. and like jabbed at. Um, and her phone rings, but it obviously has to go to voicemail, so he just leaves a message. And so she's at the dentist office, and she's trying to leave without crying, <laughs> and she leaves. And anyways, he dumps her over the air, which is so much terrible. Trauma. So oh much trauma. Oh my gosh. All right, so she gets home, and Matthias... Sure. That's how I'm pronouncing his name. Matthias? Yeah, I would say that. Okay, is her best friend, um, but he's in love with her sister. (laughs) So she has a sister named Fee, who's the younger sister. Percy's older, Fee's younger, and Matthias, who's her best friend, is in love with Fee. And so he's... Is it short for Phoebe? Yes, it is short for Phoebe. Yeah, so Phoebe. And so Matthias is, uh, like comes to hang out with her and um, is trying to make her feel better. Fee comes to make sure she's okay because she heard about it and she's just trying to avoid the conversation because it's embarrassing and it's terrible. And of course she's not happy about it. But just one thing to note is Fee is a weather reporter. Like newscaster. Um, and yeah. jo- Joel? Joel? Joel. Joel is the a news... Yeah, news anchor, just news like anchor. her co-worker, basically. Yeah, and he's the worst. Oh, I hate, hate him so much. <laughs> He's so misogynistic. Oh my gosh. And he like tells her how to dress all the time. and um, Very controlling. Very controlling of Fee. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that too. But anyways, um, Percy and Matthias hate him. Like they can see right through him and he's so fake and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So anyways, um, as she's trying to recover and she's still hanging out with Matthias on New Year's Eve, he's trying to like get her spirits up. He is a motivational coach kind of for ladies who are in the pageants. pageants. And so he, this is kind of, he's just, his strength is, is lifting people up. So anyways, he comes up with this great idea for Percy to come up with a anti new year's resolution list because he tells her, you're always trying to make people happy. You don't have any opinions of your own. You just do let people walk all over you. Yeah. And so he's like, let's, Let's try to create a new you and let's have an anti-resolution list. So number one, it's I will not try to lose weight. Two is I will not try to be more confident. Three is I will not put more effort into my job. Four, I will not date. Five, I will not try to be a better daughter and sister. 
So, and then she kind of throws it back at Matthias too. And she's like, what's your resolution? And he says, I'm going to tell Fee that I'm in love with her. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness. So then, <laughs> so then there's a New Year's Day dinner and her mom, what's her name? <laughs> I don't know. Oh gosh, I don't know her name. It's like not important. Yeah, not important. <laughs> she is also the worst. Yeah, she's terrible. Oh my gosh, I hate her. Yeah. So she is having, she hosts this dinner and they do these family dinners. Oh my gosh, she is the worst. So she finds out at dinner that Brent broke up with her. And one thing that you kind of find out that she's the worst, she's super controlling. And she always says degrading things to she's very judgmental. Percy, super judgmental. And she's always like, um, what are you wearing? Like, this looks terrible. Like, yeah. you need to be wearing these colors only. Yeah. And are you like, are you sure you should be eating that? Yeah. This is, has Ooh. this. She's always like, this has this many calories. You should be trying to lose weight. Oh, and I she's in front of people too. In front of everybody. Which is so bad. Oh my gosh. So bad. So they're having a conversation. And so at the dinner table, she's telling, she's like, well, you and Brent can fix this. Like, it'll be fine. You need to get back. You need to go and like work the smooth this over. And like, you'll get back together with Brent. Like, she's completely, she wants her own way of things and she wants wants her own things to play out for her daughters. Yeah, so she's she, really forcing that on them. And she thinks that like Brent's the best she could do basically. Yeah. Like, Ugh. and they've been dating for like two years or something like yeah, that. Like a yeah. Long it was time. a long time, but like he just is not a very good boyfriend, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. So we'll get to that too. But yeah. so at this dinner, well, I don't know if we mentioned it. Percy is like a plus sized girl. Yeah. And she always has been. And so that's why her mom's constantly like, Trying need to get to lose to, weight and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a like, big... It's an image thing. Mm -hmm. And it's a big theme throughout this story, too. But in a, yes. in a in a good way, kind of. Like, you can see that she struggles with it. And so it's, it's, a, it's a good way for her to kind of learn to love herself and kind of attack all of these problems that she's been dealing with her whole life because of the forces of her mother and other people and things like that. So it's kind of... A, it's a beautiful message in the end. But it is a big issue throughout the whole story. Um, but at this particular dinner, when they're talking about it, she keeps bringing up Brent and talking about how she needs to wear certain clothes and da da da. Even Joel was like, "Hey, I have a, a what's they called a work what personal trainer? Personal trainer? You could, yeah, yeah like what? That he, oh, he's the worst. Oh, even at this dinner too, because he already knew that Brent broke up with her, and he, yeah, and he, she overheard him telling um, her sister like, "Oh, she's like a mouse. Like she doesn't look. You stole all the the genes and and the family and stuff. He's just like the worst human being." Yeah. So, anyways, um, Matthias texts Percy and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna come on. I'm gonna tell her." That I love her. And she's like, wait, what are you doing? Don't, not right now. Like, don't come right now. <laughs> During family dinner. Right, he was going to come because he's close. Every, the whole family knows him. But he was going to come and tell Fee that he's in love with her. And then Joel that night proposes yeah. to Fee. Oh and she goodness. says yes while Matthias is there. So, and like, you can see that Fee is not into him that much. Yes. Like, it, he's just an image thing. It would be really good for her career. And her mom's pushing it, too. Yes. So, it's like, she does... It's just going with it. She's like a robot kind of through yes. a lot of the book. Yeah. And it's really sad to see. Yeah. It's like just stand but up she for does, yourself. She, but. Yeah, she does have a breakthrough moment. Yeah. But anyways, um, so also a good thing to know is Brent, um, the ex-boyfriend of Percy, works for her dad. And so her mom will also like tell her husband, Percy's dad, okay, you talk to him. Like settle this over. Get them back together. Which I'm like, they're adults. You can't oh do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because doesn't he try to do that at work? Well, he talks to Percy. He's like, your mom wants me to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, dad, it's over. Like, anyway. Yeah. So she's at home. And one thing that happens pretty frequently at her apartment 
complex is she gets her neighbor's mail. And it used to be an old lady that lives there, but she doesn't live there anymore. It's the new hot neighbor. And so one of the times she comes over and she gives him the mail and he's like, okay. And he's not really saying anything, but she gets nervous and she starts just telling him her whole life story. Like everything, everything that's happened, how her sister's going to be marrying a jerk that she hates and they're going to, she's <laughs> going to have her, she's going to be related to him and she doesn't want that. And her boyfriend broke up with her over the radio and she like spills everything. She I mean, word vomits on she him. She word vomits and she's, he's just like, oh, okay. Like barely, <laughs> barely taking it in. Anyway, so that's kind of one of the times that they meet. Well, it's cute because, like, she's at her door and she's like, I don't remember what she was doing outside her door, but you see him pass her and he, like, glances at her, like, kind of concerned. Right when he, the day he, she broke yeah, up. Yeah, the day she got broken up with. And yeah. then, like, uh, he comes back again. He's like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> he's never seen or met her before, but he no. walks and he like stops and turns around. He's like, are you okay? Like yeah. checking up on her. And she's like, it's fine. And then she goes into her. Yeah. So that was the first interaction. Yeah. So it's like, you see, he's already a good guy. He's a good guy. He's <laughs> yeah. never gonna. At the next day at work where Brent also works, he's like, hey, can we go out to lunch? I want to kind of talk with you. They go out to lunch and he explains himself. She's like, did you have to break up with me over the radio? He goes, well, I don't think you would mind. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, well, you've never cared about anything that I've done which explains her personality. Like she just yeah. lets people walk all she's over her. Mat, yeah. And so he's like, you never cared about anything that I've done. Like, I didn't think that would matter. And, you know, and, and, and we find out too, her mom came to Brent and said, Hey, when are you going to propose to Percy? And that's what startled him. And he's like, Oh, I don't want to propose to Percy. And right. that made him realize I don't want to live the rest of my life with her. And so that's why he broke up with her, which he shouldn't have broken up with her that way, but, um, or even been dating her if that's how oh he my felt. God. Yeah. For so long. So mean. But the mom butt her head in again, which is annoying. So, uh, anyways, constantly, constantly weeks later, uh, Matthias is like, let's go, let's go out and get some drinks. You're in a funk. Let's like break that up. Let's go have fun. So they go to the to get drinks and she goes to the bar. She got like all dressed up and Matthias helps her like get like not wear her normal stuff that her mom is always forcing her to wear. He's like, no, something that you want to wear. Right. So he makes her a dress nicely and the clothes that she wants and they go out to drinks. Well, she's at the bar and she's trying to get the bartender's attention and he's ignoring her talking to like all these college younger students and stuff like that. And her neighbor shows up and he's like, hey, it kind of talks to her briefly and he notices that she's trying to get the bartender. So he finally gets the bartender's attention and gives him like a stare down. So the rest of the night he's it. taking care of the bartender's taking care of her because the neighbor was there. And I don't know if this is when she learns his name or not, but his name is Nate. Mm -hmm. So we can re reference him now instead of the neighbor, but his name <laughs> is Nate. He's talking to her about that and they're having just kind of a normal conversation, but she sees Brent is there and he's with another girl. And it's only been two weeks at this point, mm -hmm. actually. So he's already with another girl. And she's like, are you kidding me? And so Nate's like, hey, are you good? Um, do you want me to stay here? And she goes, no, it's fine. You can go. And he's like, are you sure? Like, I can stay with you. Because she said that his her ex-boyfriend's there. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 you're fine. So he leaves and he goes and like, like dances with another girl or something like that. But when Brent comes over, she talks with him. And <laughs> she's like, who are you? Talking to the other girl. And she's like kind of warning her against him. And he's like, are you here with somebody? He goes, yeah, I'm here with that guy. And it's the neighbor, Nate, but he's already dancing with another girl. She's like, okay, I got to get out of here. So she, so she leaves. She tries to, like, play it off to say she has a guy that she's with, but it's not really working. Yeah, it doesn't work in her favor. So she leaves and she's all embarrassed. So then at work, uh, a couple days later, she's doing her job and she meets with a couple who's trying to get a mortgage loan. 
And Brent, above her, his status is higher in the company. He's like a manager over her, which... Ew. (sighs) Ew. So many family complex issues. Like, so many. This family is a mess. It's a mess. But... Brent is over her, and so she has to send the information about the couple to Brent, and he has to either approve or deny, and Percy thinks they deserve it. Like, there's really no reason why they shouldn't be approved for um, the loan, but Brent denies it, and so she barges Just to be petty. Just to be petty. She thinks he's doing this to be petty, which he probably was, but so she walks in there, and and her dad is there, too, because they were talking, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, why did you do... He goes, I just don't think that they are qualified. And the dad's like, are we going to be able to... Is this just work... She goes, it's just work-related. Like, da-da-da. He's like, are you sure? Do we need to talk a minute? Like, calls her Cupcake. Do we need to talk a little bit? Cupcake. And and she's like, no, this is just work. She's furious. So she goes back to her desk. And once again, doesn't really stand up for her. Doesn't really, like, doesn't address it until this moment. She texts Matthias and she's like, I think I'm going to do something crazy. (laughs) And he's like, wait, what are you going to do? So she goes back into the office and she pretty much tells Brent off. And then she tells her dad, I quit. Mm -hmm. And she's in her mind, she's thinking, this is a new Percy. I'm saying what I mean and I'm doing what I want to do. And she quits. And then she unpacks her desk and then she's going to her apartment. She's like, man, was that a mistake? What was I thinking? (laughs) Now it's kind of dawning on her like, Uh holy cow. And while she's in the elevator, she runs into Nate and he has like a girl with her and she's wearing a mask. And she's a cute little girl who just like talks and talks and talks and and so she's talking with her a little bit. And in that conversation, he finds out like that she quit her job. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, rough day. And uh, so then she goes home and then she's ha- she's having another slump. So Matthias is like, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to go out for a walk. While she's going out for a walk, she sees a help wanted sign at a daycare. So she's like, hmm, okay, maybe I could apply there. <clears throat> and then she goes to brunch with her mom and sister. And it's so funny because I liked how she said in there, I don't know why you combine two meals together. I want breakfast and lunch. I don't want just one meal. (laughs) Same. (laughs) So funny. At this brunch, um, her mom's hounding her again about like, you need to just call your dad. I I know this is just a phase, but just call your dad and get your job back. Like you can just go back to, you know, don't be crazy kind of thing. And then also mentions like, hey, I ordered you an iced tea, like no uh, sweeteners, no calories or whatever. She's all. Yeah. Just controlling, like doing everything for her. Oh yeah. And she just takes it. She just takes it. But near the end, and then she's also, like, saying stuff like, you should get back with Brent. And she's like, no. And she's already seen Brent with another girl. Brent dumped her in a terrible way. Like, as a mom, wouldn't you be like, he's the worst. But she's so so bad. But she's still, uh, anyways. So then at the end of that, she's like, no, I'm already, I already have a job and I'm dating someone. (laughs) And then she leaves. And Fee's like, yeah, go get it, sister. Like, you know, (laughs) she's like, yeah, yeah. Um, but she lied. Like she doesn't have a job and she doesn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. Cause Um, the mom's like, okay, we'll just call your dad and get your job back. And then like, you can meet up with Brent again and you can get back together with him. And she's like, no, 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 no. I already have a job and I already already have another, another boyfriend. And the mom's like stunned. And then (laughs) Percy leaves and she's like, oh, oh crap. (laughs) Now I got to find a job. And now Uh they think, cause she told him that she's dating the neighbor. So (laughs) Oh, lies. <clears throat> so funny. So, anyways, she's the next day. She's like, "Okay, let me go see if I can get a job at this daycare." And so, right. yeah, because she was like, "Oh, well, this new Percy, like, oh, yeah, the old Percy would never consider working at a daycare or even coming Percy. in with no experience because she has yeah. no experience." So she's yeah. like, oh. "I love how she like calls the daycare person. <laughs> she calls them. She's standing on the sidewalk outside the daycare, and she can see the." 
owner or whatever and she like answers and they're like talking and she's like okay like when can you do an interview yeah i'm available whenever just whatever and then she's like well i can see you on the sidewalk outside (laughs) (laughs) why don't you just come in now (laughs) it was cute yeah it was cute and then instantly she's like yeah you're hired she's like what she goes yeah i just have a gut feeling i Mm -hmm. I can tell you're a good person you're hired yeah and she finds out that she loves the job like it's so cute i love that it's a it's a pay cut so she has to walk to work now but luckily it's not too far so it's doable so she walks to work and she does enjoy her job well one of the days that she's there she she covers for another one of the workers and she ends up closing the daycare that day and one of the daughters is left at the very last and the dad comes in and it's Nate. wow and he's there it's valentine's day i thought this was so cute it's valentine's day so he comes and he brings his daughter flowers and she's like, I, I have a special a meal plan for you. And she goes, oh, is it um, is it mac and cheese? And he goes, well, I said special. It's shell mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have that cute little, she kind of pieces it together. Oh, my gosh. She's And then she talks, it's funny, too, because she talks to the daughter. Who, her name is Lila. And she's like, why didn't you tell me I met you before? And Lila is super cute because she has an obsession with birds mm-hmm. and is very smart and studies them like crazy and so one thing she talks about is cardinals and she loves cardinals because anytime you see a cardinal it's just someone on the other side who's visiting you yeah and so she thinks it's her mom whenever she sees mm-hmm. a cardinal and then percy's talking with her she goes oh yeah i saw a cardinal today it was right out here and so anyways they have this cute little connection there and i will say i don't really enjoy having like younger kids in books or just oh, like kids in that's general. That's true. You do have a weird thing about I that. I don't like reading. I feel like a lot of the times they just kind of interrupt the story. They don't really add a lot. But I do like Lila. I, oh, I yeah. think she she adds stuff to the story. She and progressed I think, it forward. Like she helped. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind her in this. I liked her in this, which is very rare. So. Wow. <laughs> that's That has the. Yes. <laughs> okay. So one of the other days she's walking home and Matthias calls her and he's like, I have a favor to ask of you. And he's like, I need you to go to what's called the Hope House and teach this lesson. And she's like, what? what? And he's like, yeah, I'm on the plane. I'm going to get on the plane right now. I've got to take care of a pageant emergency with one of the girls. He's like, go teach. I taught a lesson like last week and they, they loved it so much. They want me to come teach it again. I sent you the PowerPoint. It's in the email. So just go teach it for me. And she's like, I don't want, she doesn't like talking in front of people. She doesn't want to do it. But she's like, this is new Percy. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So she goes and she does this presentation and there's a lot more girls there this time because they wanted to see Matthias because he's super attractive. Uh-huh. And so, so more people, he's like, where's, where's the hot guy? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's not here today. And so there's a lot more people there than what Matthias was expecting because word has spread and it's grown. And the whole thing that he taught is how to dress up for interviews, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. How to dress for interviews. So it was so sweet that he's doing this charity work. He's an amazing man. He's really cute. I don't know why I'm a fee. I know. Yeah. Anyways, so she teaches this lesson and she meets this girl called Bria and she was there, Bria, and the Hope House helps people get off their feet, people who've been in prison and things like that. So she meets this girl named Bria and she was in prison before and she kind of makes a connection with her and they, she ends up throughout the story becoming her tutor and getting closer to her and kind of helping her and just becoming friends becoming friends and helping her kind of get her life together the next (laughs) scene that we have is she goes and has a birthday dinner at her family's house and of course (laughs) everybody's there mimi's there joel fee her parents and again oh 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 yeah okay (laughs) i was like wait are you saying (laughs) (laughs) gosh this is why we hate the mom so much she is 
invited to come to this dinner. Everybody's there. And then the, there's a knock at the door and she invited Brent Freaking to Brent. her birthday dinner. Ugh. Ugh. And she makes, so they, she ends up sitting right next to Brent. And her mom's like, oh, you guys are such a cute couple. She's like, mom, we're not a couple. And she goes, you'll work, oh, it, you'll out. work it out. You'll work it out. And like Brent's playing into it because he kind of, throughout well, the book, he's like acting like a jealous boyfriend or like he's like. It's like you broke up. I know. You're and the one like, who did it. He's still like trying to like control her kind of thing, even though they're, he, they're not together. Well, I think it's weird because I think it's because he's with the family business. So he's still trying to keep that balance of like, I got to appease the boss. I got to keep this good position in my it's just job. weird. Because like, yeah, at that dinner, he like puts his arm around oh, her. Oh, I was so angry. I would like, I would have punched him in the yeah. face. Because <laughs> at one point he does, he puts his arm around her and she like tries to nudge him off, but he doesn't get the hint. And so he's still, and her mom's sitting there. Oh, and then she asks Fee, when are you having, when are you planning the wedding? She goes, oh, we're going to have it next March. And she's like, oh, Percy, that gives you plenty of time to lose to weight. To lose weight. She's like, if we bought you uh. a bride's <laughs> gown dress two sizes smaller, that should give you enough time yeah, to motivation. lose weight. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh. So, um, so, mad. so, so on her birthday dinner, like, can you even imagine? I'm uh. just so angry. So all this is happening at once. I'm so angry. And I love Mimi because she, she like, Speaks up and calls her mom a B-word. Yeah. And is just like, you're oh, the worst. Like, yeah, honestly. Her, Mimi is just telling her mom. I just think it's so hard kind of because like reading this whole story, <laughs> Percy is so different from like us. And like we would never let that happen. <laughs> It'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, no, we would stand up for ourselves, but she doesn't. So you're just like screaming oh, at the book. Yes, you're, you're so frustrated. Yeah, and I think most people wouldn't let others do that to them so it's just like the author really pushes like she is a doormat like she does not stand up for herself but the way she progresses percy's change and how she finds her own confidence and like all these things and it's just from herself Mm -hmm. she has like some motivations from other people yeah but it's just from her like she sees that's true i do love because i felt like when i was reading this i'm like man there's a lot of characters in this story but every single one of them presents a lesson Mm -hmm. that she learns from and i think that was done so well yeah it's done really author because yeah it it was done so good yeah so the author just gets you just so riled up in this scene and thankfully, <laughs> yeah, thankfully she does stand up for her. She explodes and tells them my all My favorite off. part. And she does say, I'm not getting back with Brent. I have, a, I'm dating a guy. He's my neighbor. Name but is what does he, she do first? Oh, I don't know. She has her spanks on. <gasps> yes. She, ah! wears, she wears spanks because her mom got them for Gotta her. Gotta suck in the fat, apparently, or whatever. <laughs> and she goes to the bathroom, takes them <laughs> off, and she's like, this is new Percy. She pulls up her pants. She's like, I can finally breathe. And she goes back out there, and she tells them all off. So and she yeah. throws her spanks on the on table, the on the dinner, <laughs> and she goes, I have a new boyfriend. I have a new job I love or whatever, and I'm leaving. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, Mimi, I'll talk to you later. And yeah. she's out. Oh, uh, so good. And it's just like the mom's like shocked. The dad's kind of just passive. He's like aloof. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. But like you can see that Fee is like she's surprised, kind of, but she's happy. About yes, it. she is. She's like proud of her sister. Yeah, yeah. it is really good. So um, later, so we're jumping forward to when they're at a meeting at the Hope House and they're talking about they're doing this fundraiser at the bowling alley so people can come and they'll raise donations for the Hope House so they can still do these charity things for the people that they serve. At this meeting, Matthias is talking to Percy and he explains that he kissed Fee. Ah! 
he still didn't tell her that he's in love with her, but he did kiss her. And she's like, what did she say? And she's like, she slapped me. Yeah. <laughs> but ever since then, they've been weird. Like, yeah, he's been acting weird. weird about all of this. And so I'm just proud of Matthias for kissing her, though. Yeah. Um, so you kind of get, like, two romances in one in yeah. those stories. So. so now, but now that he's been rejected by Fee, though, he's, he's like, He's trying well, to move on. Yeah, yeah I'm going to move on. I'm going to stop wasting my time because he's been pining after her for years. years. Yeah. So he's just like, okay, well, whatever. He's going to try to get over it. He's so gonna, now the rest of, like, the story, he's just kind of, like, he's not he's doing his own in thing. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's doing his own thing, work and stuff like that. And he does date other people. <laughs> I remember one of the phone calls, he's like, um, you at dinner? He's like, yeah. She goes, what are you? Who are you with? A blonde, a brunette? And he goes, actually, a redhead. I'm branching out. <laughs> it was cute. Uh, the dialogue is really great. Yeah, in this story. author does an amazing job at the dialogue. Yeah, and like the description said, like so funny, you just laugh out loud all the time. Yeah, it's so good. Um, okay, so one of the days after daycare, she's talking with Lila, and they just got talking about it or something. And they find out about the charity event that she's doing for the yeah. Hope House at this bowling alley. Well, her family also found out, and they all show up to the bowling alley. And so she's there with her family. They get two lanes right next to each other. Matthias is also there because he, you know, does work for the Hope House, and he has his girl that he's dating. And Fee's there being all awkward with Joel. (laughs) And then Nate shows up with Lila. And Nate doesn't know that he's supposed to be the boyfriend (laughs) of her. And so it's so funny because Mimi takes Lila and talks with her, but she's like, Nate, I need to talk to you real quick. So he pulls her away as they're looking at bowling balls. And she's like, so I kind of like said that you're my boyfriend. I'm so sorry. So it's like, you don't have to do it. Like I'm, I did not mean to do it. It it just kind of happened. And I, I'm so sorry. And he's like, all right, let's do it. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah. I gotta be careful because I don't want Lila to get confused or anything right. like that. But yeah, we can do it. Oh and my so gosh, he does so it, cute. and he does such a good job because he's so sweet and yeah. like gives her attention, and he's all flirty, and then he even kisses her yeah. like on the head when Lila's not looking and stuff like that. Oh, he's so <laughs> he cute. does such a good job, and he like carries his own conversation with the family, and he does yeah. he does such a good job. It makes oh, and then at the very end. His back is to family, and he's like, are they looking? And she goes, what are you talking about? And he's like, is your family, are they looking? And she goes, yeah. And so he kisses her. Uh, ah, so <laughs> cute. And she's like, it was amazing. It was, it was so a great good. kiss. Yeah. But it's all fake to her in her mind. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. She's like, if this is real. <laughs> yeah. So after that, she avoids him like the plague. Like, she doesn't want to see him in the hallways. She's trying to, because she's like, it's so awkward. Like, I can't believe you did that for me, and we're not anything. And how do I talk to him again after that? So she's avoiding him. The next thing her mom plans is to go wedding dress shopping for Fee at that fitting Pretty much it comes down to Fee proposing the idea that they throw an anniversary party for her parents. Mm. Percy's like, I don't want to do this, but I guess we'll do it for our parents, you know, and gets ready to start obligated, starts planning their 30 year anniversary. So that's just one thing that's important to know. Later, Nate knocks on the door and before he even gets to say anything, she starts word vomiting again again and she's like i'm so sorry and thank you so much and it was an amazing kiss and blah 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 she's like <laughs> talking just kind of just rambling and he's like i just like and she keeps talking and he's like i just need to borrow your phone because lila locked me out of the apartment he's like, that, that's great and everything yeah like. <laughs> and she's like oh okay here so she hands he's like i need to call the manager so she hands him her phone and then she goes to try to see if she can talk to Lila through the doors. They have their own kind of um, relationship because they go. To, she goes to the school. Daycare, yeah. yeah. So it's like, she's like, well, let me see if I can talk to her kind of thing. 
Yeah. So she goes up. They do have a good relationship. So she wanted to see what's going on. She talks to her and, and Lila says, I don't, he's trying to make me to go to his, take his test with him. I don't want to go with him. And she finds out that he's been going to school in the yeah. evenings. He's trying to get his bachelor's. And so he has, he's like, I have this big midterm t- test. I need to go and I need you to go with me and I need you to behave. And he's like, going to be late. And so he's going to be like late. Stressed. So he's, yeah. And so she's like, well, well, how about Lila? Why don't you just stay with me while he goes take his test? And she's like, really? And she opens the door. And so she's like, yeah, like just hang out with me. Yeah. He's like, are you sure? Like he feels like bad, but he's like, okay, Lila, you better behave. And you know, and he's like, oh, also, she's allergic, allergic to peanuts. Here's her EpiPen. And so then he leaves and they hang out and then he goes and takes his test. So after a while, they kind of, this becomes a routine where she watches Layla while he goes and do, does his schooling. They are able to develop a really uh, close relationship that way. Yeah. And I do like how um, she's not developing a relationship because she likes the dad she's developing a relationship because she actually likes, likes lila. lila yeah her little quirky personality yeah, and yeah. it's not even in a thought in percy's mind that like oh if i get close to no. lila i'll yeah. get close to nate no like at all yeah that's I, not it crossed her mind and it's really cute it's a really wholesome relationship it is one of the days she's in the hallway on the phone with her mom and she's oh, like percy's on the phone i thought you meant lila oh like, oh, oh she died okay <laughs> um, <laughs> i guess we we know that because not yet the, though she talks about the cardinal and she's like i think it's my mom oh yeah we do know the mom is dead yeah i know we don't know that okay so (laughs) so we know that lila's mom is dead but anyways so (laughs) percy's on the phone with her mom the witch and she's like (laughs) um mom it's she's like but i don't don't understand why you can't invite them to easter dinner like she goes i think they have they're busy i don't want to ask them well nate is in the hallway with lila and hears this (laughs) and he's like here, give me the phone. She goes, no. And he takes the phone from her and he's like, hi, Mrs. Whatever their last name is. And then he's like, oh, we'd love to come to Easter dinner. He gives, he's like, hands the phone back to Percy. He's like, just let me know the date and time. I got to go. See you later. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, oh, oh. So anyway, they end up going to the that was Easter really dinner. Because at, at <laughs> one point they get in a, like, there's a fight and everything. Everybody's yelling. And but I think that's kind of important because Nate sees how the family kind of treats her. Yeah. And he why goes, Percy is the way she is. Yeah, and he does comfort her, too. Like, he's he puts his arm around her and he's like, yeah. listen, we can just, like, run out of here. We can just yeah. sneak out. And he's like, I'll throw the asparagus if you are. No, no, I'll throw the, <laughs> what is it? The Brussels sprouts. I'll yeah. throw the, I'll toss the Brussels sprouts as a distraction and get out of here. <laughs> so he's very, like, not judgmental, but yeah. he's supportive of her. Yeah, it's cute. And I do like, too, because uh, Ly- uh, when Lila arrives, her, Percy's mom is like, here, I got an Easter gift for you, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, it's, the mom is just really judge, like, judgmental and um, she cares a lot, just in the wrong way. Yeah, she thinks she's doing the right thing, but it's definitely the wrong thing because she wants to have this status and like make sure that they're getting the best in life, but goes about it the completely wrong way. Yeah. So, so as Percy's watching Lila and Nate's going to school, Lila tells her about the talent show that she's having, and Percy makes her an owl costume because mm-hmm. for the talent, Lila's going to do bird calls. Oh my gosh. And that's, <laughs> it's really funny. And I think this was a really big moment for Percy to see because mm-hmm. Percy, in her mind and in her world, she's like, Lila's going to get booed off the stage. She's like, going to be so embarrassed. The kids are going to make fun of her. They can be yeah. really mean. And she's really genuinely worried for Lila. Yeah. Because in Percy's role, like that would have happened to her 
story yeah. you know, kind of thing. But yeah. Lila's completely different from Percy. It's true. Yeah. But she did tell Lila. She's like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you? Because kids Cause can be kind of, kids yeah. might not think it's really cool. They might make fun of you. And she goes, well, my, my dad says that I should do whatever I want to do. And right. so I'm going to do it. And so she's like, Percy's like, oh, okay. But she still, still worries her. So she makes the costume for Lila. And one of the nights, Nate comes and knocks at the door and he's looking at a piece of paper. And he's like, do you have a cup of sugar and she goes oh yeah and then he leaves and he comes back and knocks on the door again he's like also do you have like vanilla and baking powder did you know baking powder and baking soda are different things and she's like just we'll bake it over here just come over here so he brings the baby monitor to watch layla while she's sleeping yeah. and then they bake cookies together um, so cute for because he got volunteered to make treats for the school and he's like it's not it's not what i thought i was supposed to be doing but i'm now <laughs> just making cookies i guess and i don't even know how to do it yeah so she helps him out and they almost kiss again at this but at this for this night when they're getting um like having conversations and talking and stuff um she mentions that about lila she's like i'm worried about um her making fun of and he's like he's he's like why like yeah no she wants to do it she should do it like right she, i feel like he gets a little defensive. he gets a little defensive over her yeah so the next day um percy feels bad and yeah. so, so it she, gets a little bit awkward when it they're gets awkward yeah. yeah but i mean like he's valid so is she though but it's like yeah it just gets awkward it gets awkward so then she goes the next day she's like i have some mail for you i brought you some blueberry muffins like who doesn't like blueberry muffins and also i'm so sorry like yeah she's and she and it's so open because she's like i i'm just i'm traumatized from my own experiences as right. a child and i just was worried about her but you're right so then they oh also i forgot to mention while they're making cookies he explains that lila's not her his daughter oh yeah we find out about that they have a moment they have a moment and i think that's what the blueberry muffins right instead of the cookies anyways it doesn't matter um, <laughs> irrelevant they they have a conversation one of the nights and he explains that lila's not his daughter it was his sister's daughter and his sister died of cancer and in the will she set up she had Lila go with him and because he already had kind of a troubled past and he kept getting into um, these bad situations. He's like, we got to get out of here. And that's why he moved. He just took Lila and left. Mm -hmm. The mom has been writing him and he's just been ignoring the mom. And um, so he's just trying to start new. His he, mom. Yes. So he's been ignoring his mom who's been writing letters to her. Um, and he just was able to get a new job and that's how he's able to leave and try to start a new life. And that's why he's going to school. He's trying to better himself and all that. For Lila. So it's like a good, like he used to be a bad boy. Yeah. Troubled past, but now he realizes he need to, he needs to be a good father figure for Lila. And yeah. So, so sweet. Yeah. Oh, and, and also in that conversation, he's talking about, he's like, I'm trying to change my life around. I really can't afford any distractions. And she's and she's like, okay, well, I hope I'm not a distraction. And he's like, well, you're not a distraction. And they pretty much agree to be like friends. Like friends aren't distractions, right? Like we can right, be friends. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, yeah, we can be friends. So they agree to be friends. One of the days, she's still kind of struggling with her weight. Mm -hmm. And so one of the days she does her normal routine where she wakes up and gets on the scale and, yeah. and she gets angry at it again. So she ends up throwing the scale away because she's new Percy now. So she throws the scale away and she goes through. I'm not going to care how much I weigh. Yeah. And then she goes through her whole apartment. She's like, I throw away all the dieting books and the, the Zumba workout videos yeah. and Pilates. And like she throws away all those things. And she's like, I yeah, okay. I'm just going to wear the dress that I want. And she goes out with Matthias and she's feeling all hot and like confident and doesn't care and I, I love you see that change there so then the talent show com comes up 
And at first, when <clears throat> Lila goes, it's cute. And some of the kids are like, or some of the parents are like, oh, this is so cute. And then she ends up doing like so many bird calls that uh, <laughs> the people kind of start to grumble and people are getting fidgeting. And like, finally, at the end, she's done. Percy stands on the chair and starts cheering for her, <laughs> like shouting so for her. Happy. So Nate does the Aww. same thing. And afterwards, she's all confident. And one of the cute little boys from her class is like, oh my gosh. he's a nerd. And he's like, hey, I really like those bird calls you did. And he's like, and he's like, I'll see you at school tomorrow or whatever he said. Yeah, that was so cute. It was really cute. And it was it was kind of a proof for Percy, like, uh, you're going to, like, you attract the, the people yeah, who... Being yourself is being, a good thing. Yeah, like, you want to be who you are, and you're going to find people who appreciate that. Right. So then in the car... Um, they see another cardinal and Lila's like, did you see a cardinal? And Percy's like, I see it. And Nate's like, Lila, what did I tell you? That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nate doesn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> that comes around. Yeah. Oh, finally, Nate asks Percy on a real date. Yeah, because you can see their chemistry is so good. Their chemistry is building and building and building. And he finally asks her out. But he doesn't, I guess, he doesn't say the word date. And so he goes on the cute romantic date and they have fun. At first, it's kind of awkward because it's like, pressure but then they loosen up and then they have a good time and when she comes back she leaves and then he knocks on her door again and he, when she opens the door he's you know that was a date right because <laughs> she thought it was like a kind of hang out thing and then he goes over like four different points he's like i asked you we went out to dinner with candles i paid i paid and he's like pointing at all these things and he's like this is a date you know it's a date right she goes well you didn't say date and he's like man i'm really screwing up on this like <laughs> kind of shunning himself a little bit for that and then she goes, well, usually dates end with a kiss and you didn't kiss me. And then he's like, well, I can fix that right now. She goes, what? And he's like, I'll kiss you. And then so they kiss and it's cute. It's so freaking cute. Yeah. So eventually they keep dating and they keep going on these dates and he's finding a babysitter for Lila. They keep going on these dates and they end up being boyfriend and girlfriend. And it's mm-hmm. cute. They're holding hands and like all this stuff. And she feels her whole life at this point is completely turned around. She feels loved. She feels confident. She's just so happy with everything that's going on. Yeah. One of the times... She was talking with Bria, the girl from the Hope House who was from the prison, and she tried to get her a job and she didn't end up getting the job. So Bria's mad at Percy. It's because Percy got her an interview with, it was like trying to be like a secretary position. I don't really remember what the job was, but Bria thinks that she's not qualified and she's not good enough to have a better job. And like, she just has to work the menial like jobs that She's working like three jobs right yeah, now. Like that's how it's Fast always going to be. She mm-hmm. just doesn't believe in herself and she's mad at Percy for believing in her basically. and pushing her, like encouraging her when she's not ready. Kind yeah. Of thing. And so she goes for, for the interview and blows it and on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You can see some of that psychological stuff that's happening. Yeah, with Percy. It's but it's important sad. to note because it does, it reveals something about Percy. Mm-hmm. So things are good except with Bria. She's at the daycare. Her boss calls her in and she's like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go because the property has been bought and they're raising up the rent and we can't afford it. And I think I'm going to retire and move. Mm-hmm. So she has to let everybody go in a couple of weeks. And so she finds out, she, Percy finds out that she's losing her job, the job that she loves. Yeah. And she goes outside and she sees a sign. The where realtor the, sign. The realtor sign and it's been purchased by her dad's company and she finds out her mom has been working with her dad and her mom's been in charge of finding new properties her mom sought out this property and bought it and they're raising the prices and now the daycare is going under oh if she couldn't be any worse all on purpose like what like so vindictive vindictive and anyways 
So she finds that out and she's like, well, when do I tell her? Do I just go and tell her now? And she's like getting ready for the anniversary party because she's getting putting the party together. And she's holding on to this anger about her mom and mm-hmm. that she would do that. So then the verse, anniversary party comes up. Everybody's there in, in preparation for this anniversary party. I got to back up real quick. She gets pictures from Mimi looking at her life. <laughs> and in one of the pictures, it's like a scrapbook. Kind of it's thing. a scrapbook. And she looks at one of the pictures and it's a marriage certificate. And she finds out that they're at the courthouse. They're at the courthouse signing the marriage certificate yeah, on the marriage certificate. She looked at the, the date and she's like, they're not, they haven't been married 30 years. They've been married for 29. Yeah. And so she's like, I am turning 29. Like, yeah, the timing. And she's like figuring out the timing. And so this is what I'm reading the quote from the book. And she says, or realizing that quote to my mother, I wasn't just a failure. I was a mistake. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this whole time she thought they got married and then they had Percy right away. An hour. Reality. A year later. (laughs) An hour later. (laughs) Hey, for some people, it could happen that way. One year year later. (laughs) But in reality, her mom is very like, you do things in order, you do things the right way. But I found out the mom got pregnant out of wedlock. And so then they had to get get married. married. And it was like, they had to get married because of Percy. Percy. And her whole life, she's felt like a failure to her mom. She felt like a failure in her mom's eyes. And so when she says that, I wasn't just a failure, I'm a mistake. Oh my gosh. So she's getting ready for this anniversary party. And and she's just boiling in all these feelings. Oh, boiling and drinking. She's drinking a lot of wine. (laughs) Yeah, so she's mad at her mom for that, for buying the daycare property and for lying to her for her entire life. So, oh, it's about yeah, to go never, down. Yeah, they never said it. So, it is about to go down. She's at been drinking. Anniversary party. She's yeah. yeah, she's setting up the house. Her and it's a fancy there. party. It's a very, of course. Because that's to her mom's standards. Yes. So, she's like, all right. Sitting at the table with Mimi. And pretty much, it explodes where she just goes off on her mom. And like, tells her. Her mom did something. Oh, she. Well, she, she like, <sighs> made a comment or something. I don't remember. Well, she starts being loud. She, Mimi's, or her mom is like, hey. Like, what are you doing? Like, settle down, be quiet, you know, chill yeah. out. And, yeah. and then she just keeps going. She goes, well, just so you know, I lied. I lied about the job, and then I got it. And then I lied about my boyfriend, and now I have him. And, you know, what do you think about that? And, like, she's just kind of, like... <laughs> yeah, just off her off. Off, and then talks to her mom, and she's like, you're always trying to control me, and you care so much about calories, and, like, just tells her mom everything. Yeah, just yells and, at her. And she's like, you even control Fee's life, and Fee doesn't want you to be meddling in her life. She doesn't like Joel. She doesn't even like Joel. And Fee's, Fee's like... Stop, Percy. Like, oh my yeah. gosh. But she, none of them, her mom or Fee, never deny it. And her, she even mentioned, tells her mom, this isn't even 30 years of an anniversary. This is a 29-year anniversary. And, like, yeah. exposes the whole thing in front of everybody. All, All yeah. of her mom's, like, friends and, and the rec- people are recording it. And it's Ooh. like, eventually, it, it's, so she t- goes out and everything. And she's like, you bought my daycare's property. And now I don't have a job because of you. And her dad is like, wait, what? He yeah. didn't know. And so now her dad's mad at her and uh, mad at his wife. And yeah. Mimi's in, involved too. And her, Mimi's talking about her. And then her mom is like yelling at her mom, at Mimi, about how awful she was. And she's like, I did everything I could in a, you know, in a yeah, trailer yeah, yeah. house, like working so I can provide for you. And like, yeah. it was just a mess. And it, it develops into a food fight oh, so just between these ladies. And oh, I told dude. you this, they're throwing food and the description of the food sounds so tasty. <laughs> it does. I wish I was there. It made yeah. me hungry. Like yeah. some of the stuff, I'm like, dang, that sounds so good. Yeah. 
Um, but they get into this food fight and it's a mess. It's, it's a, so bad. It's, it's like so vicious bad on all fronts. Yeah, like, everybody is. It's just nasty. It's really awful. So then, well, I don't really remember. Okay, like, so at the there. end, <laughs> at the very end, there's people. Most everybody has left. There's only a few people who are still left behind, and she's like sitting on the ground, covered with food. And Nate is there, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know you were. Co- I thought you couldn't. He, she thought he wasn't going to be there because he couldn't get a babysitter. He's like, "Well, I got a babysitter at the last second." And she goes, "Well, did you? What do you hear?" He goes, "Pretty much, right when you started yelling, like pretty yeah, much everything." So he heard like the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, "Come on, let's go. Oh, let's get you home." And he's again not he's still very supportive. Yeah, like he gets it. He gets like the family kind of sucks and yeah. all those things. I don't think he agrees with the way she did it. Probably not. But, but he's like, it's kind of your own life. Yeah. So yeah, you don't get into his head ever because it's only first per- like first point of view yeah. for her. Yeah. But like a couple of days later, she's tried to call her mom to apologize. She's not returning a call. She tries to call Fee and Fee won't answer, so she can't apologize. And so I think she was just like throwing jokes no, about saying, Joel. Yeah, she's like she doesn't want to marry Joel. Like oh yeah, says, and Joel was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why she was so mad because then Joel hears it. Hears all of that and creates a problem with them. And so yeah, yeah that's what she said. So I guess we did miss the part where. Fee, because she's in, she does the news, was able to get tickets for Lila to go see the bird guy that she's obsessed with. And so oh, yeah. while they were there, Fee tells Percy that she's like, I feel weird. And she starts crying. And she's like, I just, I don't know what's going on with my life. And that's where Percy says, I don't think you should marry Joel. He's yeah. the worst human. You aren't yourself when you're with him. Yeah, you can do so much better. You can do so much better. And that's when she first, she's like, okay, you know. And then that's where they left it. So they did have that conversation. And then she... Oh, yeah. When does Fee say that her mom broke up her and Matthias? Because they were kind of getting close to each other. Oh, and yeah. Then her a long, long time ago. long time ago, her and Matthias were kind of becoming a thing. And then her mom's like, no, you deserve... You can get someone better. And yeah. Push, once she found Joel, she'd been pushing for Joel. So her because of her yeah. mom, she broke up Fee and Matthias. Yeah. Ah, the mom's the worst. Mom's the worst. Anyways, so that kind of has already happened. And it kind of came to a point at that party. So... Days have gone by. She went to the her dad's work to apologize to her dad. Her dad has been sleep, sleeping at the office because he's like, we have a lot to work through. I've realized all of these years, I really haven't been present. It's just been your mom. And I, that's my bad. Like, I really need to, I'm only going to be working, few, I'm going to be working fewer days and your mom and I are going to start doing counseling together. So that was good. But that's all the only person he talked to. Things are going well with her and Nate. And one of the times they come over and Nate pulls her back into the room because he wants to like kiss her, but he doesn't want to do it in front of Lila. And Lila, while they're kissing, is like, hey, these cookies look good. Can I have some? And she's like, sure. And so she eats some of the cookies and she goes, hey, dad, my lips feel spicy. And he's like, okay. And then he realizes, oh my gosh, runs out there. He's like, what are in these cookies? And she's like, I don't. Percy's Where did like, she get the cur- cookies from? From work. It was like the last day of work and she came home and there was like oh. things, you know, being passed around. Oh yeah. She brought home cookies and it was like, Lila was like, can I have a cookie? And she yeah. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like whatever. But Percy like didn't even have a second thought about the cookies. Like oh. it was like just to keep Lila kind of occupied while they're like talking in the back room kind of thing. They were making out. Well, duh. <laughs> Why are you going to say talking? I was going to say making out. Well, they were like talking, but I feel like I remember them like having a serious conversation. No, they were making out. Yeah, they were making out. <laughs> anyways, I would remember, Shannon. <laughs> I remember when they're kissing, okay? Um, anyways, yeah, they're making out. And so she starts having a, an allergic reaction. And so Nate runs, goes gets EpiPen and gives it to her. And then he's, Percy feels awful and she's like frozen. She doesn't know what she's to like, do. She's like, I should have thought about it. I didn't think about it. And yeah. Nate's 
in in Greek. She and didn't know they weren't like peanut butter cookies. No, they were like just regular cookies. Yeah. But like Percy would have no idea. Right. Like it's yeah. not really her it's fault. It's not her fault at all. But yeah. It, in my, when I was reading it, it seemed like he was mad at her. But then they go to the he's like, we need to go to the hospital. So they go to the hospital, they stay, Lila's fine, and so Nate's like, Can I talk to you? So they go into the hallway and he's like I think, and she's like, I'm so sorry. And at the same time, he's like, I think we need to break up. And she's like, in her mind, she's like, I understand. Like, this is terrible. And he's like, you, he's like, I'm not mad at you. I am mad at me because I let myself get distracted. Yeah. The one thing he did want distraction. to do. Yeah. He's like, if he was paying attention, he wouldn't have, she wouldn't have gotten almost killed, you yeah. know? But like, no one could have known. No one could have known, yeah. really. And so, but she understands it. She's like, okay, so they. She's like, I almost killed your daughter. I get I it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, Percy, like, that wasn't your fault. I like, know. come on. But it's like, you see that her point of view and you see Nate's point of view. Right. So it's so sad. It's so sad. So then. So she's depressed, doesn't talk to Nate. She tries, she knows Nate's and Lila's schedule, so she avoids them, really. And now she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a boyfriend. So she calls her dad, asks for a job. She goes back to work and she starts wearing the same outfits that she was wearing and she goes back into the same habits that she was doing before. Yeah, it's really sad. It is really sad. So she just like was so high up here and just like, Boom, Crash back to again. the ground. So one of the times Mimi comes back and is like, knows that she's in a, she's down and depressed and she comes to talk to her and she, yeah, she's like, you're going to live your rest of your life like this. Yeah. Yeah. That was really powerful. I thought yeah, it's like, it's true. Job. And so she, that hits her and she looks at her anti-resolution list that she made at the beginning of the year with Matthias. Oh yeah. And it's been on the fridge this whole time. The and like, whole time. Nate's seen it. She's like trying to hide it and stuff. She's like, it's so embarrassing. Yeah. But. <laughs> And this is what, so she looked at everything that's on her list and she's like, okay, number one, it said not to lose weight, but she actually has lost weight because she's been walking to and from work. Just being her own self. Just living the life that she wanted to because she was doing a job that she loved and it's provided a way for her to like kind of get into a healthier life. And then two was she realized that she stopped worrying about other people because she was becoming the new Percy. Like she stopped caring about her mom and her sister and everybody thought. So she she was able to be more confident. Mm -hmm. And number three, she enjoyed her new job. And so all the extra effort she was put in into it wasn't work for her because she really enjoyed what she did, yeah. like what she was doing. And then number four, she did break, she did date, like she broke yeah. that one. And then number so. five was to like try not to be a better daughter and sister. And she just she doesn't acknowledge that one because she still needs to mend yeah. the problems that she caused. She's like she's kept the re- resolution. She's, it's been like a whole year or whatever. Yeah, it's almost near the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So she at this point she crumbles up her list and she goes. And this is when she goes to apologize to Bria. And then she real, she apologizes and says, I realize I've been acting like my mom and yeah. I've been trying to push this on you and all this stuff. So she catches herself and she doesn't ever want to do that again. And they resolve that relationship. Yeah. Then Mimi calls and is like, hey, you need to go to that like YouTube thing. <laughs> I, like her, I like how she doesn't know what it is. But yeah. she's like, you need to go to that thing where they upload the videos. And so she goes and she's like, they have something from KKRE News, which is where her or whatever the news channel is called. But she's like, that's where her sister works. She goes, you need to look at this video. Everybody's <laughs> watching it right now. She goes on there and Fee on live television like says, this is my last day. I'm not working here anymore. And I also want to tell you how terrible Joel is and like freaking hammers into Joel. And she's Blast like, him. because guess what? We find out that Joel told the producers that if they gave her a promotion, he wouldn't keep his, he would be, he would resign or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he would leave, go he to would, a better news place. News, and he's like, I guess he's been a big deal or whatever. Yeah. So they want, they value him, but he said he would leave if she got a promotion. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Terrible. There are so many things wrong with that. And so she outs him in front of everybody. 
and then they they're like, okay, go cut cut this cut the camera, yeah. and it goes to that like that one screen where it looks like there's nothing on the TV, yeah. but you can still hear the audio. <laughs> and so she goes into more details about how terrible he is. So then later that night, Fee comes and knocks on her door, yeah, and she's like like gives her a hug and she's all crying she goes i have nowhere to live and she has her suitcases and she's like well i have an extra bedroom yeah. so they become roommates yeah and it's it's that's so good because the sisters have been kind of struggling through the whole thing like yeah. they're not very close Mm-mm. but at that moment she does say i it was because of you i've been able to stand up to joel right so it's like percy's whole what she thinks that fee thinks of her is completely wrong yeah kind of thing and they end up really getting back together because Fee, like, forgives her for what they said at the anniversary party and yeah. stuff. So they're, like, a good bond yeah, now. She was, yeah, she was like, you were an example to me. You you started standing up for yourself, and you started doing what you wanted, and yeah. that was good. Then, in the middle of the night, her mom calls, like, at 11 p.m., and she's like, Mom, what's going on? She goes, well, your Mimi's in the hospital. Meet us there. <laughs> and I seriously was so, like, no! Uh, I was like, not Mimi! So, I like, know. they go to the hospital, and... Mimi takes the mo- the opportunity to have them all clear the air and talk about it and apologize. And she's like, we've all been terrible. We've all said things that are awful. We need to all apologize. And so they kind of have a clearing the air moment and they all talk about it. And her mom's like, I just, I just wanted to do the best for you guys. And they're like, yeah, but you're, you're pushing us to live the life that you want. And yeah. you know, they just talk about it. And so yeah. they finally have a conversation about it for the first time. And it's really good. So then that's Mimi's fine. She just had heartburn. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, and they're all like, Mimi, why would you? <laughs> it made us believe that she was having heart problems. <laughs> but it was just heartburn. But anyways, that was funny. And later her dad tells her that they purchased the daycare for Percy. And they said, you're still going to have to get a loan for startup costs. But yeah. we purchased it for you. And you are never allowed to work here again. Yeah, because she went back to the mortgage company, the dad's company. Yeah. So fires her and she's yeah, like she's go like, live your dream career kind yeah of thing. and i love because that was both, so cute that was really cute it's like your mom and i have been talking so they finally realized she's never going to be happy here no like, we gotta like support her yeah. and get her to where she'd be happy and yeah yeah she's not going to make as much money but but it makes her happy yeah seriously that's all it matters okay so so that's good and she's getting ready on getting her daycare all put together yeah and one of the days she comes home to her apartment and she sees Matthias and Fee and they were making out ah! <laughs> on the couch. And she's like, um, what is going on? <laughs> and so they kind of were like, well, we're kind of the thing, but we yeah. don't have any names for it yet. Yeah. And so finally they're getting back together. But she's like, I support. She's like, hundred percent. I know. I'm so happy for them. All right. So it's near the end of the year and... Her whole family is at this like New Year's Eve party. I don't even know where they are, but they're at this yeah. New Year's Eve party. And she's just so happy because her parents are doing better. They're together. Fee and Matthias are together. Mimi's there and she's dancing with this other guy. And yeah. she's like, you know, she's just happy for everybody, but she, you know, is all lonely. So yeah. she goes. So to- Percy's life has pretty much gone gotten so much better from where it like dipped down. She got her job back. She, her has good relationships with everybody else now. She has a new vision for her future. Yeah, kind of so now point. we just have one little One outlier. last thing. Yeah. So she goes to the bathroom and Mimi barges in there and she's like, here, put lipstick on, hurry, let's go. And she's like, what are you talking about? She goes, come on, just remember, life is made up of moments and yeah. you have to just take in the moment. Yeah. And so she's like, what are you talking about? So then she pushes, she pushes Percy out and her whole family standing behind and Nate is there in a tuxedo. Oh, I just said it in my head, I'm like, oh. So yeah, hot. it was really cute. <laughs> and um, and she's like, whoa, Nate, what are you doing here? And he pretty much tells her, he's like, I've been so, like, depressed lately, and I keep seeing <laughs> a stupid cardinal. 
And so he's like, I just, I need to have you back. And like, they, they yeah. resolve it and they dance and they kiss and then they have a happily ever yeah, after. It was so cute how it ended. It ended it so well. Oh, okay. Hold on. Give me your phone. Okay. Cause at the very end, the epilogue, it is her new anti-resolutions. And I'm going to read it to you because it's so cute. It says Percy's New Year's anti-resolutions. One, I will not get engaged to an unhandsome, widely, wildly perfect man I love dearly. <laughs> Two, I will not open my own daycare and love going to work every day. Three, I will not have a small wedding in a country church while wearing a flower crown. Four, I will not get knocked up on my honeymoon, but as Mimi reminds me, at least I was married up, married first. And five, I will most definitely, 100%, will not be happy just being me. Oh, it's so cute. So good. So there's so many wonderful messages that you get to learn from her journey and discovering who she is and standing up for herself and becoming, you know, she just finally is happy because of the change that she's underwent. And we talked about this too. At the end, it wasn't, it was important that Nate wasn't there the whole time. Like Nate came in later because she needed to do this for her own. It couldn't be because of Nate. Like it's not as effective. I think he's always been, they're supportive of her even when he was there but like it was so important to have her do this on her own and discover this all on her own for herself yeah she made all the choices for herself by herself yeah that was really important so important it was just such a good story of like learning to build your own confidence and like find your own like rhythm and style and like just all the things and that the people who love you the most are gonna be there all right let's wrap this up so what are her questions? <laughs> what are we always asking? Okay, love plot. story. Oh, okay, love oh, story. plot. No, let's do plot. Okay, plot. Okay. <laughs> I read it for the plot because there wasn't a ton of romance, so I think yeah. the plot was five out of five. Yeah, I would say 100% five out of five. Yeah. All right. And, <laughs> um, okay, so the, the romance. The romance. I think when the romance was there, it was so cute. I think yeah. like a, like a 4.5 out of five. It was... Not the, like, most interesting romance I've ever read. Like, it was kind of bland. It still gave me butterflies. It still gave me butterflies. Like, it was, like, a giddy, cute, like, It was, thing. yeah. And it didn't... I did love how clean it was, because even the kisses weren't true. It wasn't really yeah, you crazy. don't hear anything. Yeah. Um, see. See? Describe anything? anything? Whatever. Read anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I think, like, the romance is, like, a four out of five for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say, like... 3.5 to 4. It still was so sweet. Like, I still love it was Nate. very sweet, yeah. And I still love their romance, but yeah. So, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at on that one. Yeah. The ending. The ending. Ended so well. I think yeah. the way everything just stitched back together mm-hmm. and Nate came in and swooped in at the last second yeah. after she had already fixed her whole life. Yeah. Like, Nate's not involved in that. Like, yeah. very good. Yeah, I think the ending was 5 out of 5. 5 out of 5, 100%. Yeah. 5 yeah. out of 5 hearts. It was so good. So, overall... Worth the read? Oh, for sure. I would say I would recommend this book to younger girls. You yes. do have to be aware, like, there is alcohol mentioned in there, and sex is mentioned once, but, like, yes. not at all. Like, like yeah, I could just said one, like, yeah, it's a pretty clean book, I Yeah, would it's say. very, very clean, and there is a little language, but no... It's like light. I we need to have a scale system for, like, how to rate language in the book. Like, yeah. it's not it's just a common... common yeah, like words. <laughs> common. You wouldn't hear. Yeah, you'd not, hear the same thing going to freaking Walmart or something. I yeah, I would say it's a great book for like girls in high school, so sixteen or older, just because of the the 
like becoming confident and sticking to who you are and standing up for yourself and all those things is such a powerful thing that you could learn at a young age that would be super impactful for the rest of your life. So I think that it's a great story for younger girls to read, older ladies. It's so funny too. I was just saying, we're what? I'm 26 and you're 32. Yeah, just I know. barely. I just turned 32. <laughs> and we both got a lot out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, even though we aren't like Percy at the very beginning, you know, like we all, everybody has personal development they can go through. Yeah. You know, and so it's always good to see a story about yeah. it and stuff like that. I wonder, so. I do think, because I'm not crazy about this book like I am other books. Oh, that for I'm, like, sure. It's just over. like a this quick one is, weekend read. If you are struggling in any of these areas, I think you would have gotten so much more out of the story. True. Like, it would have been so much more impactful. True. Like, you would have thought about it a lot more. You would have been more, like, it would have been, you would have clutched onto it a little bit longer and, you know, but for me, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the next book. Like, yeah. it was cute and I'll remember it. Yeah. I could see how it would be kind of, not life-changing, but like, it would it be could really be. impactful. If a lot of people. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do it so badly because I was like, the message is fantastic. It is. It is really, it is worth the read. Yeah. I think, so. I think it's worth the read too. So. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time when we'll share another romance novel with you and you can decide if it's worth the read. Bye. Bye. <laughs>